Have you ever heard the phrase, hindsight is 2020? Hindsight is 2020. I think we all have. It's essentially a phrase that means, had I known what I know now, I would have chosen differently. I think the ultimate example of that in human history is original sin. Because we see the effects of original sin in our lives. It affects every aspect of our life, whether it's the introduction of concupiscence or death or just anything, the entrance of sin into the world. We see the effects of original sin. And so we can say, well, had I known what I know now, I would have chosen differently. The introduction of original sin into humanity is arguably one of the two most important events in all of human history, the other being Christ's death and resurrection. So it's impossible to write a story of humanity without original sin included in it. So what is this thing then that we know now that had we known it earlier we would have chosen differently? Or what is it that we see today that would maybe make us jealous of what we could have had if we didn't choose original sin? Well, the thing or the one that we see is our Blessed Mother, Our Lady, who was untouched from original sin from the very first moment of her conception. Her whole life is essentially a visual of what our lives would be if not for original sin. She is an example of everything that we lost and everything that we could have been if Adam and Eve had not taken the apple in the garden. So, the primary consequence of original sin, going back to Genesis, is death. That's the main consequence. More than concupiscence, more than anything else, death was the main consequence of original sin. And what is it that happens at death? At death, our bodies and our souls are separated from each other. They're separated. Right? So our bodies are buried in the earth while our souls are judged by Almighty God. And at the end of time, our bodies and souls will be reunited in the resurrection of the body. But in the meantime, there's an intermediate state of death where our bodies and our souls are separated. And it's not something that's natural for us as human beings. Our bodies and our souls are meant to be together. That's not what we had in the beginning. And so because we are going to experience this very unnatural state, that's why we fear death. Because it's not something that's natural to us as human beings. So because Mary was born without original sin, and because she was immaculately conceived, her death, or the end of her life, if you will, would be very different than ours. So Mary did not die, or at least she didn't die like us human beings do. It's rather theologically nuanced. I had a whole course at the seminary about Mariology, and if you want, I could lecture outside for about three hours, but I know you don't want to hear that. So her body and soul are in heaven together. They are both united, not separated. There was no pain at the end of her life, and there was no decay of her flesh. It's the sort of death that we could have had if not for original sin. So thinking about this and considering it, it's somewhat easy to feel regretful about our current state. Oh man, I wish I could have been assumed into heaven, body, and soul. But we didn't we not feel this way. Because Mary gives us an example 
that we can follow that is approachable and that is possible for us to obtain. Look at our second reading today where we hear Christ has been raised, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep, the firstborn or the first fruits of many to follow after him. And so Christ initiated, if you will, a new order of death and rising. And so it's fitting that the first one after Christ to experience his resurrection, to experience the gifts and graces, and to do so in the best possible way, would be Our Lady. She would receive in anticipation of what we would hopefully receive later in due time in anticipation of what we are going to receive in heaven. Mary received it first, and, and if you will, she partially received it while on earth. So Mary is our forerunner in how to follow Christ, not just in life, but in death. So her whole life was patterned after Christ, and that's what we are called to do as well. Now, it wasn't like Mary's whole life was on autopilot or that she was in cruise control or just sat in a you know, pilot seat and drinking a mimosa and watching it all happen. No, she had to choose Christ, freely choose Christ. And it's a decision for her just as it is for us. We can choose the same part that Mary chose every day and so follow Christ both in life and in death. And if we can do that, then we can receive what Mary received through her assumption of, e of union of our bodies and souls forever in heaven. Now, we might not be able to receive it on earth as she did, or at least in the same degree, but today's feast reminds us that we can receive that same joy, that same union with Christ, union of our bodies and souls forever in heaven, just as Mary does. So while hindsight might be 2020, what lies before us is visible for us too through the person of Our Lady. So let's pray today that Mary's assumption can inspire us to follow Christ both in life and in death and to choose him above all else and to learn from Mary, our mother, our queen, and our example of holiness.